0: This is Specter Radio. We are back with another round of some weird, creepy shit. And uh, tonight is no exception. But before I do bring on my guest, I do want to make a couple of uh, quick announcements and shout out. Uh, first one, if you're looking for some graphic work, uh, video work, or uh, just some advice on how to work some of the stuff or what programs to use, uh, you can find me on Facebook through Breakaway Media. Uh, there I do everything I can to help people in the field or even if you're not in the field, if you're just looking for some uh, visual assistant. Uh, also, if you want to support Spectre Radio, you can by getting some merch. Uh, the link for that is down in the description below. I've got hats, shirt, I've got uh, dog tags, I've got cups, everything else. And as always, uh, this is streaming on Parapost Network Central. And if you you want to get involved with PairPost, you can find them on Facebook and reach out to them. They will get back to you and get your podcast on their show. And not only that, but they also have an app and it is free to download. It's available for both iOS and Android. So again, PairPost Network Central. Again, the link is in the description down below. Check them out. Download, install, sign up, start networking today. And uh In line with uh, Parapost, don't forget that at the end of April, beginning of May, Global Ghost Hunt. This is going to be another fantastic runaround with uh, teams from all over the U.S., Canada, UK, and checking out locations, both known and unknown. So, if you want to get interested in finding out how to get registered with them, if you are a team or location. Go to www.globalghosthunt.com. And last but not least, this is a project that I've been working on, and I've already kind of made some announcements about it, but I'm going to do it officially here on this episode. January 1st, the Phantasmagorian magazine will be released. Now, this magazine is similar to A View Beyond, it's all about the paranormal. I just got a little bit of a facelift and some extra features that will be added in as time goes on. So, again, January 1st, 2024, Phantasmagorian will be released. Now, tonight's episode is, as you've seen, stirring up shit yet again. And uh, you know me, I love to talk about controversial things and... You know, I can't do this by myself, so I had to bring in a jerk from another mother, the paranormal consultant, Matt Barron.
1: you damn right. <laughs> What's <laughs> up, everybody? <laughs> so, Thanks yeah. for having me, brother.
0: No problem. I mean, this tonight's show kind of came about with uh, <laughs> the conversation we had when I was giving you <laughs> a preview of the magazine, so this mm-hmm. ought to be interesting.
1: Yeah. And... Well, that's what we're putting in. <laughs>
0: So, before we get into the uh, topic, is there anything you want to uh, announce real quick before?
1: Um. Well, besides, I think you said a lot about you know pair posts and global ghost hunt. I'm excited that mm-hmm. you know registrations are now open for the global ghost hunt. We already have a team in um, AZ Pie, and they're going to a really good location. Um, you, you guys won't know until you follow. We'll find out. Obviously, we got to. Give us some sort of teaser. Um, <laughs> but um, other than that, the only thing is um just like with you and me, brother, some really good ideas come about when people talk, and then there's some really bad ideas that come about when we all talk. <laughs> and there actually is going to be a new show on ParaPost. Yes, that too, today's meeting. I was gonna wait for the GGH live, Mister, Mister, to talk about that one because this one's gonna be a really special. We have, um, I'll give a little teaser. We've got a couple people coming in, uh, really great people, really amazing people, really really good people, um, that are going to be a huge asset to the Global Ghost Hunt, and not just for the admin side of it, but also for the teams and the locations as well.
2: Right, Right.
1: and uh, we'll give more information about that on our ggh live and actually we'll be able to meet them so i'm really excited about that um but as far as the conversations raymond and i were having a conversation and you know when raymond and i are involved weird and bad shit happen and um brother you've seen the show whose line is it anyway yes (laughs) Yeah, we're going to be twisting that into a paranormal show. It's called What the Paranormal. Um, we will be airing it actually next Wednesday around this time, 9 p.m. It is going to be NC-17. Um, we, we're already coming up with questions with little skits and little things to do. And we've got two really fun guests, as you know, coming on, obviously yourself will be on here. I'm excited to see what you can come up with. and You say that now. Oh, push (laughs) the envelope. Go for it. Um, And we have Mr. coming on. And we have a third very special mystery guest coming on as well. Um, And the main purpose for the three of you is obviously we know Brian. Brian's a great guy. We love him to death. He's an actor. I want to see his improv skills. That's one. Number two with him, I love watching him squirm. It's fun. You, yeah, the yeah, of course, and you, my brother, you're as sick and twisted as the rest of us, so that was a, yeah, no, no shit. That, that's <laughs> happening. And this third one is even worse than all of us. And he is probably one of the most creative guys I've ever met in my life. He's the most supportive, the most, caring and understanding, but he is out there. And he is right. now, I will mistress. say,
0: I have to say this. Make sure your vaccines are updated, folks.
1: For that, for him, yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. See your shots. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so I'm excited for that. And what the paranormal is actually going to be airing um, next Wednesday at 9 p.m. Uh, Raymond and I will be kicking it off. Um, and I want to say as a disclaimer of two things. Number one, Brian had nothing to do with this one. <laughs> I want to say that it was, it's not his fault. And the other thing is, this is actually Raymond's Raymond. This is Raymond's show. We all want Raymond to have a podcast. Here we go. And this is what all comes right. of when We keep pushing.
0: <laughs> That's for sure. So uh, real quick, let's get uh, somebody comment up on the way, you know, uh, if you asshole? want to show some support, show some stars, I agree. And we also have one from Parapol. Uh, again, show oh, some stars.
1: Those are automatic, by the way.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Facebook user. Uh, face I'm not user. sure who you are. So if you could leave your name, I'd be more than happy to at least address you correctly. And speaking of Mister, There we go. Neither. <laughs> oh, the by the way, cup. Check a zipper. Um. Oh, I'm Star we Star-a-fee. also have <laughs> we have Pam here. Thanks for stopping by. We also have our sister from across the pond, all the way over in the UK, Liz Milner. Day
1: hearts to Liz. Mm-hmm. Long time no see. Actually, Pam was on my
0: ship. There you
1: go. A little bit ago, and uh, really, really cool to sit down and actually talk to her.
0: Yeah, and of course, Mister Midget Point himself, Raymond Newsom.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, oh,
0: it's Anna. Okay, well, thanks for stopping by, Anna. Um, and and here's the thing: with uh, each people that we've brought up in the comments so far, uh, we have Global Ghost Hunt. You know, Brian Liberty, He is the head of Global Ghost okay. Hunt. And also Parapost, uh Liz Milner from Best Friend Paranormal, Pam Harris from Divine uh Divine Serene or Serene Divine? I do apologize. Serene, Divine. I, Serene, Serene Divine. Divine. Okay. Uh there's so many shows out there I try to keep up I with. I didn't the think about it and, for a
1: second. I was like, wait,
0: what? <laughs> and uh, of course Anna Brandemart, she also has paraphobia. That's her new broadcast. Mm-hmm. Um she got three shows. Tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday. It's a pretty interesting mm-hmm. Uh Of course, she kind of bit off more than she could shoot, though so she won't be doing that again.
1: <laughs> Been there, done that.
0: And, uh, yeah. All right. So, now, with tonight's subject, you and I, we've mm-hmm. talked about this before. Yes. And I'm going to... Put this disclaimer up real quick on this show. <laughs> we are not here to insult anybody, or you know, um. How do I say that? You better have your steel-toed boots on because we are definitely going to be stomping <laughs> out them toes. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, honestly, the thumbnail is a minuscule. Hmm representation of what's probably about to happen
0: yeah so one of the things that we've talked about is a lot of misconception when it comes to uh religious interpretation yes where would you like to start with that
1: well let's see well crap there's so many different like i have six different things that we can talk about just off the top of my head um (laughs) You know what? Um, if, don't mind a little teaser. Um, let's start with what we started with, and we'll go from there and see what happens. Let's, uh, let's start with the pentagram. Let's start with that. Okay. That's where we, that's where we started.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> go ahead. Start it out.
1: Okay. So, in your magazine, um, you're going to be talking about the pentagram. Everybody the origin always, of the pentagram, yep. Exactly. Everybody always thinks that the pentagram is well, I mean, it wouldn't be us. <laughs> Don't worry, mister. If you think this is bad or this is going to be bad, just wait till next week. <laughs> next week's going to be first. But um, oh, I see Bill, what's up, Bill? But everybody thinks the pentagram is something completely negative, you know, Satanist, you know, hail satan, all this other crap. First and foremost, I just want to say it's a matter of positioning, pentagram up or pentagram down. Right. Wicca's use it. I should know. Wicca uses <laughs> it. <Wicca> queens <laughs> upstairs. But it, the the origin of it actually came from way before that. Way before any of that even started. And the symbolism and all this stuff is basically just what it is. It's a symbol. It, it has zero power. It has nothing to do with anything. It's what power you give it. What power you give the symbol. And What I really find interesting is where the star, the pentagram star, actually came from. Because if you look into different religions, they have stars just like that, the five points. And we were talking about the six point, the Star of David. We're talking about all this. It all stems back from different religions. They're all, it's basically all stolen. They're all stolen symbols. Symbols. Like, I believe right. you said it was what, the Greeks? The Greeks the, Greek and the Romans yeah. that you said that started the actual five points?
0: Well, historically speaking, uh, the earliest known uh, use of the pentagram was in ancient Sumeria. Yeah. Um, and then it eventually it would become a cross between a mathematical and philosophical symbol. Uh, in Greece, um, through, uh, Pyth- uh, Pythagoras, you know, for those who are you know a little bit on the nerdy side, Pythagoras is the one who came up with the Py- uh, Pythagorean mathematical, uh, equations, um, and a lot of really unique, um, introduction to, uh, developing mathematics. Um, and then, you know, the other thing that I thought was so interesting is, prior to the Spanish Inquisition, you would actually find, it was actually called the pentacle, mm-hmm. uh, before it became known as the pentagram. And that you would actually see in decorative elements throughout uh, the Catholic Church in medieval Europe. But for some reason, the Spanish Inquisition would deem it as an unholy symbol. And after that is when people started to turn it upside down. Yeah. So... Uh, and I guess you could say, in a sense, the Catholic Church is responsible for taking a symbol that was fairly benign and introducing it into the whole idea of it being negative or evil.
1: Yeah. And, again, it's a matter of positioning. And, like Bill's even saying, it depends on how you on how you use it. You know, it's, again, mm-hmm. a symbol. It's just something that's, It's it has got really no authority unless you give it authority. Um, right. But... I mean when I when I say about people stealing it, like a lot of people don't they like the star to me is one of the most iconic religious figures because it's I mean we got star David you have the the star that the wise men followed you have all the mathematical points for the Egyptians I mean they even had you know their pyramids set up to follow stars mm. well here's the here's what I find really interesting about it is um i just lost my train of thought i looked at the new logo for (laughs) for what the paranormal and i lost my train of thought (laughs) um okay i know where i was going with it so think about something as simple as i mean it's the holiday season your christmas tree even in a church and whether you celebrate christmas or not what is typical on top of a tree Besides an angel, a star. Yep. Christmas. Sorry, Christians. And by the way, I have this hung up here for a reason. I I am a, a minister. I am a Christian, but Christmas, as we know, it is a stolen holiday. Yep. It's ex- it, it, sorry. It is what it is. Number one, Jesus, from what they can figure out, was born in the summer. That's number one. Yep. Number two, Christmas, Santa, all this stuff. It was all pagan holiday, Yule. Right. You don't believe that? You ever heard any Christmas carols talking about a Yule log? Yeah, look, Queen and I did a, a show about that last year. There, a lot of these Christian, and it's not just Christians; it's, a, it's society as a whole, are all stolen. Right. They're all stolen holidays. You know, they wanted something to bring people back into the church during the winter solstice. Well. They, Let's create a freaking holiday. I don't come later. <laughs> Gives a whole new man. Gives a whole new name, to fruitcake. But <laughs> love you, Bill. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's only that's only in the country. You yeah. take uh, Rudolph's head and put him on top of the tree. But no, it again, it's all symbology. I mean, it's yeah. it even goes back to let's look at. Something as evil as people say is the swastika. The swastika mm-hmm. was actually for Hindus; it was a symbol of peace. Yep. It's just again turned. So, yep. again, it symbolism. Symbolism is everything. Um, I <laughs> you can have it, Bill. I don't like cake. In all seriousness, bleh. but. Yeah, and there you go. What Brian said. I think Fedora was born. I'm not sure. No, I'm joking. I love Fedora. <laughs> <laughs> he dresses up as Santa for their Christmas in July putt putt. Gotcha. Screw that. That's all him. But but no, everything again, all the symbolisms, um is is all a matter of number one interpretation. Number two, most of them that we know of now are stolen. It's a stolen you know it it means nothing it really means nothing it's how you use it and what stands behind it so i like one of the big things that that bothers me is you know you get these people to come out and like you can't say merry christmas anymore you remember you remember what was it last year the year before people were castrating everybody for saying merry christmas you have oh, to happy yeah, holidays. Yeah. You remember that bullshit?
0: I started a little bit longer than that, but I mean, it's only been the last couple of years where they, people have just become borderline Nazis about it.
1: Yeah, you know, even something like that. Like, you don't have to conform to everybody.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because that takes away your individuality. And, you know, it. <laughs> the bottom line, and if I can use this pun, they become a bunch of snowflakes. Oh, yeah, Oh That's what it comes down to. Um, you know, a pentagram is, let's be honest, it's a couple of lines in a circle. Take away the circle, what is it? Well, it's another symbol. Turn it upside down, it's another symbol.
0: When the Sumerian first had it, I mean, I forget all of it were represented, but uh, each point was supposed to represent things like beauty, uh, wisdom, justice, mm-hmm. So it didn't even have anything uh, supernatural or spiritual attached to it. And the same thing with Pythagoras, who when he made the star represent a mathematical concept, again, has nothing to do with the paranormal. No. You know, and and other areas that I find really interesting when people take things and twist it is, and and I know I'm going to catch heat for this, Uh, Satanists, a lot of the symbols that they use, and I I only knew about this or learned about this recently. Um, A lot of the symbols they use is actually taken from King Solomon. So in a sense, Satanists are using Jewish symbology or Jewish Kabbalistic symbology.
1: Well, and I wish Ken Allen was here, but if memory serves me right, they've studied or they took some things from the Book of Solomon itself.
0: Yeah, yeah. Him and I've had some great conversation about that.
1: So again, it's it's a matter of symbology. And this leads me to, you know, another theory. There you go. Lesser keys. I knew it was one of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But my Siri just kicked on. I'm not talking to you, Siri. You just stay you just do your thing. Leave me alone. But um I hate when she does that. But <laughs> um which and you and i have had this conversation before and i believe that as far as a religious standpoint all religions are exactly the same it's literally the same thing they're teaching the same thing there's the same hierarchy there's the same single deity all this and that they're all preaching the same thing so that being said and for those of you playing the home game don't understand. Zeus, God, Buddha, Muhammad, whatever, all the same person. Literally the same person. It's just a matter of which translation.
2: <laughs> right.
1: And then the other gods in Greek mythology, angels. It's what it is. Just think about mm-hmm. it, how did Hercules become a demigod? Zeus, sex, female, woman, human, demigod. What was Jesus? God. Great name, woman. Mortal came flash. A little similar. So, right. to me, I, I think it's just one big game of telephone is what it ends up being. Speaking of which, speaking of telephone, yours just went off. What that? I said, speaking of telephone, yours just went off.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what you—you you know how it is when you. When you're active in the field and you have shows and you, know, you got people wanting to ask you questions, people needing help with something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No, Non-stop. I get it. But
0: <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, like Bill's saying, if, if you really dive in and look at it, all of these religions are preaching the same thing. Be good to yourself, be good to your family, be good to others, take care of each other. You know, it, it, it all comes down to get rid of your fucking ego. And be a good person um, Right And I and you were talking about catching some flack Well I'm sure I'm going to get on this one I yeah. don't believe that any of these Gospels or these Holy scriptures or whatever They're good instruction manuals That's all they are That's all they are Unless a deity himself Comes down And literally writes it in front of me Or in front of somebody We can record it being written down I, it's it's an instruction manual. It's just a good good story, good manual, good life lesson. And the reason why I'm saying that, for before anybody gets too pissy, here's why. Man, it says in that book, man is born flawed. By nature, we are flawed. We are egotistical little pricks. We we are prideful. We're sinful. So you can't tell me over the thousands and thousands of interpretations and generations that it hasn't been twisted to favor the church or even give us the whole complete story because the vatican has even came out and said that they have books taken from the bible themselves like mary magdalene had a book jesus has a book written yeah. the the roman soldier who speared jesus on the cross He's got an account of what happened.
0: So why don't we have it? Why don't well, we have it? It's funny that you say that because we may not have a gospel, but according to legend, we have his spear, the spear of Longinus, which is uh, the centurion's name, uh, also known as the spear of destiny. Yeah. We have the artifact, but where's we're the gospel for it?
1: Yeah. It's like saying, oh, well, this was made by, you know, whoever. There's no authentic, you know, certificate of authenticity to it. Yeah. You just have a good story. And you know, you talk about you talk about, you know, where is this and that. Let's go about something else. Mm-hmm. The Holy Grail, the Holy Grail. The most sought after item in Christianity. The the missing pieces Oh, thousands, and that's another thing too. You know, and we we were talking about this. Yep. The Bible originated from the Dead Sea Scrolls. That's where a lot of this was was written. Was on a Dead Sea scroll, but it was written in a language that's a dead language. Yeah, nobody speaks it. So, yeah, and you ever play the game of telephone? You do it over like four hundred years.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: can do it for over four minutes before that gets all fucked up. You're talking four hundred years, and again, we're prideful, we're we're egotistical little freaks, you know. And right. I'm not I'm not saying that it's not true. I'm not saying any of this like the Book of Revelations. Okay, there's too many coincidences in that. There's too many.
2: Yeah.
1: But then again, it's also if you think about it, it could be considered what's called a cold breed. Something bad will happen at this time, at this day. Okay? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't say what extreme. Somebody subs their toe. Like, I could tell you, Aaron, next week, you're going to get hurt. You get a paper cut? Oh, crap, Matt was right. Yeah. It, he's, a, it, he's, he's a medium. He's a psychic. No.
0: <laughs> it, it's the vague prediction that I always, I don't disregard them. But unless they can tell me something specific, I don't put a whole lot of stock in them.
1: Yeah, and and even the Book of Revelations itself, like are there, there's a lot of people out there that are saying the Book of Revelations is happening right now. Well, yeah, it very mm-hmm. well could be, but how many times has that happened? Hey, Nikki, but how many times has that happened? A catastrophic worldwide event. Well, there's World War Two, yeah. there's World War One, <laughs> there's, you know, what world are we talking about? Are we just saying? in America, North America? Are we talking Canada? Are we, you know, what part of the world? You know, yeah. and I don't know. Like, to me, it's just, again, a, a good instruction manual, but I don't know. It, it's kind of a 50-50. It's kind of a 50-50 on whether or not it's like the, I don't just talking about the book of Revelations. It's a forecast. You know, it's, it's a that's a preemptive idea of what's going to happen. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's like I forget who it was, but it was a stand up comedian. He goes, I don't know where. I don't know when. I don't know what time. But something bad will happen. Yeah. Okay. Well <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He was talking about the government, by the way. But um <laughs> It was was like Cold War type stuff, but I mean, and it's not just the Bible. So don't get me wrong, folks. It's it's I'm not just talking about the Bible. I'm talking about all of scripture. I'm talking the Quran. I'm talking anything, right? The Torah, anything. I'm talking about all of that. It's it's a matter of interpretation. Number one and number two, it's how you want to interpret it. 100% 100% what it is. It's, it's how do you want to interpret this? Do you want to interpret it that it is God's word? Okay, well, we'll go for it. But mm-hmm. he didn't sit there and physically write it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it was written by man.
0: Well, you know, uh, the other thing is, is what uh, uh, blows my mind about the Bible. Uh, it's not so much of the content or you know what it's teaching, mm-hmm. but it's the fact that people are so unaware of how many books were taken out when Several of the higher-ranking bishop in the Middle Ages came together and uh, did what we call the canonization of the Bible, yeah. meaning that they took out quite a few books and brought it down to what people read today. Well, um
1: like I said, you know, you know, Vatican even claimed to have, you know, book. You know, Jesus had a had a book. Mm-hmm. Mary Magdalene had a book know judas himself judas iscariot Mm -hmm. had a book you know there there's so many different things that have been taken out of this and it's almost like okay you want us to blindly follow this but yet you're withholding information what are you Mm -hmm. trying to hide you know and to me, if, if I'm going to fully trust something physical, I better have everything with it. You know what I mean? There, there better be stuff to back it up. I mean, I'm not denouncing my faith by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, like, for example, they say that you have to be a good Christian, you have to go to church. Or even, even in Judaism, they, they, they expect you to go to temple every week. Being a good Catholic go every, you know, Saturday or Tuesday, whatever days they go. You know, they they tell you this. But that kind of defeats the purpose of having a personal relationship. That's what it is. You're having a personal relationship no matter whatever religion you follow. It starts with self. I don't have to go to church to be a good Christian. I just have to have a good personal relationship with what I believe.
0: Well, you know, I actually, uh, when I first tried to get my life uh, back under control and, you know, uh, get more into real faith for me uh, when I made Jesus my Savior. And Mm -hmm. I started to read the Bible and I started to listen to other people. and, And I mean, like, I don't mean people that just read the Bible and believe it i actually spoke to people who like did some hardcore research and even they were throwing out things that i never expected and i have i was raised as a non-denominational christian Mm. one of the things that i found that was just so mind-blowing with all that is when okay one of the what may be the oldest book but was taken out would have been the book of enoch Yeah, If you don't know who Enoch is, Enoch is related to uh, Noah and Methuselah.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And there are things in the book of Enoch that just completely blew my mind because it doesn't fit anything else that you read in the Bible. And it's amazing because the one document that could be the foundation is the one document they left out. Now, there are other areas of the Bible that are so they have so many misconceptions or uh, neglect, <clears throat> and you and I have talked about this, you know, uh, there is a certain group of Christians that call themselves the young earthers. They believe that the earth and humanity is only about 10,000 years old. Yeah. That's it. Following the chronology of everything from the book of Genesis to now. Yeah. But they completely overlooked several instances in the Bible that talked about humanity and civilization being on this earth long before Adam. And one of them was in the book of Jeremiah. I think it's actually Jeremiah 22. It uh, talked about the quote unquote kingdom that rose and fell before Adam. And then they, they just, we, we, the uh, pre Adamite or the pre Adamic realm. And that's not the only time that mentioned that. Um, if you look at the original hebrew text when it talked about the creation of the heavens and the earth it said that the earth became without form and void but in the tradition that we read it says and uh the earth was void yeah or you know god created the heavens and the earth and then they just completely leave that part out but in the original hebrew text it said that the earth became without form and form and void and when you study that out it means that the earth had existed And something happened that, uh, symbolically speaking, turned the Earth inside out. And this is where you start to see, you know, other things happening. Uh, A good example of cataclysm that you mentioned, aside from the uh, Noah's Flood, would be uh, the series of comets that completely decimated everything roughly 13,000 years ago. Uh, This wiped out 60%, over 60% of the megafauna in the Northern Hemisphere. Now, that kind of lines up right about the time where Adam would start to come about. So that right there only tells you that the next generation of humankind started right there. It doesn't mean that that's where everything began.
1: See, you also got to think about it too, is as far as like the timeline is concerned, Mm-hmm. Let's look at it from this way. We were talking about the seven days or the six days, the thing yep. that everything, everything was created. What was their length? Of, what was their measurement of time? Mm-hmm. Time is relevant. So maybe, just maybe, maybe a day for them was a couple thousand years, ten thousand years. Mm-hmm. You know, in our time. I mean, it even says that. You know, a um, couple figures in the Bible were 900, 900 years old, the longest time. And then there was some that were 500. And then there were some that were so many. You know, it, the length of time, again, what are we talking here? We're not, uh, we can't be talking about a 24 hour cycle that we mm. It's to me, It's to me it doesn't fit something doesn't fit I mean I'm not saying God couldn't do it in one day I mean he right. could, like I said like we said it before he could just Thanos and just gone you know what I mean like I believe that wholeheartedly but to have something so perfect I wouldn't say it needs to take time but what rush would he be why would he need to rush let him do his thing you know what I mean like it's yeah. just to me, it something doesn't seem right. And if that is the case, and I know Bill was talking about fossils, who's to say that the, the original Garden of Eden was here? Yeah. We can't find it. We can't find any traces of it. I, I believe that the Garden of Eden isn't here. It's somewhere else. And mm-hmm. the reason why I say that is because look at what a lot of people have had near-death experiences. They, they talk about going to this beautiful garden-like place that is just so calm and so peaceful. I mean, AJ, for example, he's got a great, great tale about it. He goes to this place that's just so beautiful. It has different, you know, just brilliant colors that we can't even fathom here on earth, that we can't even recreate. And it was literally an oasis, a paradise. Mm -hmm. And he's not the only one. There's thousands of people that have said this so maybe maybe the garden of eden is this other area this is the staging area if you will for life mm-hmm. and when the first sin happened the original sin as they call it adam and were sent here to earth now who's to say like you said they weren't the first mm-hmm. the first that documented But maybe, and here's something else to think about too, what if they were angels? Adam and Eve were created as angels. Mm -hmm. They were cast out. They were the first to fall. Or first documented to fall. Or the first turned into flesh. You you never know. There's so many different interpretations of this that could be. And you were talking about Cain and Abel.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, you talk about he went out and married a woman from Moab. Well, where the fuck did she come from? Yeah,
0: uh, he went off and married a woman from the land uh, from the land of Nod. Or Nod, yeah, yeah. But it's it, like, and it, it, that's right there in the Bible. I mean, that's like one of the more clear lines, and yet so many people overlook it. Yeah. Well, they're going
1: to they 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 don't read all, everything. They don't read every little text. They don't take any, like, there's a couple of ver- or chapters in the Bible where it talks about chronological orders of these people. I'm not going to read every single one of them. But mm-hmm. if you do, you might miss some things. You might miss some key points. Um, maybe, maybe Adam and Eve, yeah, maybe they weren't the first. Maybe the, the Garden of Eden was here on Earth. But maybe that's just one point. That's just one point of the Earth. Maybe there was many. Right. Well, I mean, if you're that far south, yeah. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, there's just so many different ways to interpret this, and you know, it. And by the way, folks, we're not here to bash. We're just stating our opinions, stating our thoughts. But you know, we're not. Yeah, there's that's another theory out there. Eve was not the first woman. You know, there, yeah. there's so many different things. And unless we we actually time travel, figure that shit out and go, mm,
0: you never know. But, well, even the Hebrew text says that Eve was not the first woman. That the first woman was actually named Lilith. And because yeah. she refused to uh, submit to Adam, God recreated woman and cursed Lilith. But he created Eve to be more submissive.
1: And again, it to me things don't fit. The way we were fed these things, they just don't fit. They don't make sense. Mm -hmm. And I just don't foresee, (laughs) but I just don't see an almighty, all knowing, omnipotent being creating two people and that's it. And to say okay, good luck.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I don't see it. I I would see a, you're talking I mean think about it. You and one other person in a whole world, in this whole world with nothing else but a garden and then going out to a desert. Yeah. And it's just you and you expect you and your family to survive by yourselves. Populate mm. millions and millions and millions and millions of people. Mm, they're, they're ha- you need some help with that one.
0: Absolutely.
1: Nobody can
0: only take so much. I mean, even even if you look at science today, without paranormal, without religion, without any of that, inbreeding causes serious genetic defects and physical problems. Yep. So how in the world does? 7.6 billion people come from just two people. I mean, if, if you were to do a mathematical equation and do those numbers in reverse, it will not go back to just two people.
1: Yeah, it. I, I'm not saying that, and I believe that, but I feel like the genetic material he used for Adam. He shared amongst many, many, many others. You're talking thousands, thousands among thousands. You know what I mean? I think it's the same genetic makeup. So yeah, there might be some shared DNA, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but it's not complete. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, you're talking like it would be the actually it would actually make sense for the whole uh, these twins, these long lost twins or the doppelgangers that people run into that look exactly like themselves, that would put a little more clarity onto that. Why do people have two or three people that look like them? That they've never met before? Yeah. Across the world. That would make more sense. If they were naturally spread out.
0: Right. Now, one of the other things along that line is uh, you know, I, I hear... In fact, I just had this happen uh, last week. I was on a community bullet board and somebody was asking about the paranormal. And somebody said, you know, all ghosts are just demons, right? And, you know, I'm a Christian. I do believe that there are some things out there that some people think are ghosts, really are demons, because demons are known to be deceptive. But I cannot imagine a god being so limited in scope that it's just heaven hell only earth angels demons only this plane of existence that makes no sense to me whatsoever and when we look at the way a science is starting to discover that there's more to what we see you know the Higgs boson. nobody thought that was even possible except for einstein who was a who failed algebra and worked at a patent office and yet he managed to figure it out that there's something that connects uh, all the atom, something that goes beyond what we can see. Uh, Nikolai Tesla. Uh, brilliant mind. Wireless mm-hmm. power.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so again, I can't imagine that God was so narrow in scope that the, what you see, that's it. There has to be more, which is why people like you and I we research. We go out there, we investigate. We look for those answers that people are afraid to ask the question to.
1: I just, to me, modernized religion has way too many open-ended questions. You've got too many things that go unanswered, but yet at the same time, you have a lot of coincidences that cannot go without questioning it. Like, it has to... Like I, like I said before, all religions teaching the same thing have the same basic hierarchy, a single deity. It, that can't be coincidence. It can't be. You're telling me out of the literal thousands and thousands of years that we've been here on this earth, that's the best we can come up with? Please. I still say mm-hmm. it still stands back. It's stuff like that. If it If it happens more than once, it's more than a coincidence. It has to be. Right. That well and that's the thing, Sean. That's 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 kind of where I was getting with with the whole with the whole all religions are the same. Mm-hmm. God, Ra, Muhammad, Buddha, Zeus, all of these top gods, the highest deity, the father of all, all father, Odin. They're all the same person. We are talking about the same person, just interpreted differently throughout the course of history. And that too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I let us create man in our likeness, not my, our likeness. Yeah. And. To me, it just
1: makes more sense that it's a matter of interpretation is the way we're looking at it. Now, that being said, can you imagine the backlash if we do find out that that theory is true, that every religion is stemmed from the same damn one? That means thousands and millions of people have died over nothing. Mm -hmm. What more of a conspiracy do you need by by any of the churches to hide the truth.
0: And Pam,
1: I mean, that's possible.
0: Yeah, because I've heard people say that, you know, it is inspired by God or inspired by the Holy Spirit.
1: Well, I believe it this way. It, it could be a matter of divine intervention.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It also could be a matter of possession. Right. I mean we're paranormal. Let's, let's let's be a little real here. Maybe the the Holy Spirit is actually an individual that comes some spirit and possesses somebody to write it down. Right. You know, I mean could be a variable could be, but to me, God's word being written by man, mm, there's a filter in there. You don't believe me? Look at look at our government. How many things get yeah. filtered and censored? And that's
0: just well, news. You know, it kind of go back a little bit with that. You know, we talked about the, the book of Ma- uh, Mary and we okay. talk about the Catholic Church. And one of the things that I've always wondered uh, since I started doing my own research is why is it that the Catholic Church is so adamant about not having female priests? And yet, when you read the Bible, there are plenty of cases where women had just as much power as men, if not more, Mm -hmm. depending on the circumstances and the situation, you know. And one of those being is, even Jesus himself made it clear, because they were at a place where Jesus was supposed to minister to, and, you know, Mary was setting everything up. She was in charge. She took care of everything, you know, you do this, you do that, and the apostles went up to him and was like, look, your mother's trying to take control of this. What do we do? And Jesus said, take her word as my own. Mm-hmm. So I, I've, and, and, you know, ladies, if you're out there listening, you know, don't shout me down on this, but that right there should empower you to realize that you are, that the idea is, and it's even in the vowels, we support each other. We build each other up. We back each other up. Mm-hmm. The gender only signifies the role when it comes to reproduction or procreation. Beyond that, a woman can run a business just like a man. So why can't a woman run a church like a man?
1: What it comes down to and, and what I believe is fear. Oh, yeah. Fear, and, That's what uh, it comes down fear
0: to. of losing control.
1: Exactly. And... I mean look at I I love looking at movies for example I love movies to kind of piece things together but it it was absolutely true the movie 300 women in Mm. Sparta for example they had just as much if not more power than the man than men do I mean you even have accounts of queens having to or uh, kings talking to their queens about things i mean Pharaohs.
0: pharaohs even look at cleopatra one you know, of the most she, powerful women in egyptian history
1: you know it's it's a matter of it's a matter of power and ego and honestly I'm getting all these notifications. What is going on right now? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I I agree. I I feel like women are the more powerful sex. They're the more powerful. They're more logical. They are more down to earth. They're, for the most part, the more responsible. And they scare the fuck out of me.
0: I know my wife terrified me. Get a put put a butcher knife in a hand, hey, or whatever you want. I'll trade you anything sharp <laughs> and pointy. You can have the wicked angels. See, here's the thing about butcher knife though: they can cut, and you wouldn't feel it. Uh-huh. I don't like the idea of you know standing in the kitchen and all of a sudden. I see the skin off of one of my ass cheeks hanging in front of my face because her knife was so damn sharp, I couldn't feel it. Now, See, a blunt, pointy stick? Yeah, it might hurt, but it'll kill you quicker. Well, either way,
1: the Wicked <laughs> queen will She'll find ways. She's yep. actually said I'm not allowed to go unless she gives the approval. She has to give approval for me to die. <laughs> but... Yeah. I don't know. Like, we're talking about females. Let's 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 go into the one topic that we were we were really going on about with the symbolism. Symbolism. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> symbolism. There we go. And that's one of the most sought after and you know highest sought artifact, the Holy Grail. Yep. Let's talk about that for a second. You mean to tell me? that Knight Templar, millions of people, knights, Christians, Catholics, everybody, Ikara, they, they, re- they are all after a fucking cup. Mm.
0: I mean, oh. Monty Python
1: found one. Do you want his? Take his, take <laughs> It's like, What the fuck?
0: Yeah, well, they had to uh, cut off a couple of arms and legs and risk getting their knees bit off to get that growl. And Scotty
1: wasn't even around. But Oh,
0: man, if Scotty would have been around, he'd have <laughs> taken the one road those legs home and just put it in the freezer and break it out on special occasion. Right. <laughs>
1: but like Bill said, it wouldn't challenge. I, I don't believe that. I do not believe that at all. I do not believe that that the most sought after historical tis but a, blah, tis but a scratch <laughs> the holy hand day of antioch i got one of those so we're good we're good built. um actually that's where that movie is actually where uh, Mackenzie got my nickname newt but that's for another time but, but um but no um you can't tell me that that's the cause of death for millions of people was a fucking cup no bullshit right. <clears throat> and you know you're talking about you know all these things that the catholic church has they they've already said that they have the spear of destiny they have the holy shroud apparently mm-hmm. they've got even they they've came out and said they have the placement and the blood of christ the actual blood of jesus they have they they claim to have it but we can't find a fucking cup are you kidding me i call bullshit right. So, and I was talking, and this is one thing that stemmed from, for this podcast, by the way, <laughs> um, I think it was during this conversation. We're like, yeah, we need to fucking do this. This is content. Yeah. Um, I I truly believe that the Holy Grail itself. <laughs> too late. Um, <laughs> uh, tip, it's not obvious by now. I think what it really is, is the, is uh, what the Da Vinci Code said. I think that has, I think that's the closest thing to the truth. And that is the bloodline of Jesus. I do believe that the Knights Templar, plus many, many others. I just say the Knights because they're the most popular. They are protecting the grail, the bloodline of Christ, kind of like a secret service, if you will, for bodyguards. They are keeping tabs on the descendants of Jesus and Mary. Jesus that was made flesh. It, it, it says that. He, mm-hmm. The son of God made flesh. He can be tempted by Satan in the desert. He's tempted by money. Why isn't he tempted by the flesh? Him and Mary had kids. I fully believe it because it even says in the Bible they wept. They're talking the, the, the verse earlier about Mary. Not his yeah. mom, by the way. Mary Magdalene. The whore. Right. I believe when it says that they wept, they're talking about Mary and his kids. That's what I believe. And I believe that there has been documentation written down of the kids. We have accounts of All of Abraham's sons, all of Noah's, we have all of everybody else's, but not Jesus's. Why? Because how human would that make him be? And on top of that, if that bloodline is still active today, could you imagine what that would mean for the church? The Vatican would lose power immediately. Yeah. The church would lose all power, not to mention any of the religions
0: it would create such a tipping point, uh, an imbalance with major religions, uh, especially now with what's going on over in Israel. Mm. If they were to let that secret out, can you imagine what that would do to Jerusalem? Um, But, you know, back to that, though, with the Holy Grail, uh, one of the things that I've, you know got into and I, I'm still uh, a strong proponent of this is every time you see some anything that has to deal with the knight Templar the one symbol that is all actually just a few symbols but the one symbol that stands out the most is what they refer to as the hook X yes and a lot of people think that it's an X with a small notch on it when it's not if you actually know anything about esoteric symbols, the X is actually not a letter but it's a combination of two symbols, which is the joining of the male and the female. And the hook represents the grail or the continuation, the bloodline. Mm -hmm. So when you see that hook X, in theory, what they're telling is that Jesus and Mary joined together or had sex and had a child, at least one, that they can, you know, either confirm or, you know, that the Vatican is aware of at the time they came up with that symbol. So it's not a letter. It is a symbol that actually is telling you something. And I just think that's just you know, the first when I first heard that I was like, holy shit, I know I didn't even think about that. Well look at it this way.
1: Back in those days, and by the way, for those of you who don't know Jesus was Jewish, to be out in public to mm-hmm. be with somebody of the opposite sex, they had to be married, side yeah. by side. They had to be married, even to travel with. And obviously, there was some sort of attraction because Jesus favored her out of all the others. By the way, that's scripture. And you know, you die, you look into it, and I know this really is is inter- uh, it, to me it's interesting. If you watch. Da Vinci Code. When they go over to the professor's house late at night and he explains all of this, and the pieces start fitting together, it makes sense. And then it there's some historical facts to back this up. Look at Michelangelo's The Last Supper. Or not Michelangelo Da Vinci's. Look at Da Vinci's Last Supper. Yes. Jesus, Jesus, and the disciple on his left, as we're seeing it, is a mirror image. They're mirrored image. But if you mm. really look close, and I, and I I thought it was Hollywood, I actually did some research and looked at this. Da Vinci did paint whoever was sitting next to Jesus in the Last Supper, the mirror image with softer tones, with yep. very feminine attributes. Yep. Who does that describe? Mary. Yep. Now, was that her actual name? Maybe. But to me, something's going on. And that void no. that they create, they're leaning away from each other. It creates a chalice, a cup, a funnel, or as they said in the movie, a womb. A womb no. is is what that shape is. So that makes sense that it the grail is actually that bloodline. And that's what all this fighting's over. It's not about a fucking cup. The Ark of the Covenant has this Ark wherever that is. It has that bloodline. That's what its high is in it. It's not the Ten Commandments. It's the bloodline. Yeah, and I think it gets updated every time. And I think it's a continuation over thousands of years. It, that's what it is. The Templars, and that would explain why you know certain people have these quote unquote sightings. Of these mysterious people—that's the Templars. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe me, think, look into even about the uh, Masons, the Freemasons. Yep, that's that's a big conspiracy about what the Freemasons do.
0: Yeah, my grandfather was a Freemason.
1: My father was.
0: Yeah, I mean it's, it, it, he would never say a word about it.
1: No, and up until recently, they wouldn't let anybody in. You had yeah. to you had to be sponsored and you had to be sworn to secrecy.
0: And yeah, I didn't even know about my grandfather's uh, involvement with the Freemasons until after he died.
1: Uh, I knew my father because my, my father always had lodge meetings and I didn't know what the lodge meeting was until I found out, I was told mm-hmm. that he was a Mason and I've been wanting to join, but he, I just don't have time. I don't have time to do all that stuff. But, um, uh, that's right. Bill's a mason too. I forgot about that. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> but there, I've been in one of the lodges. I was in there with my dad the one time, and they're really secretive about some stuff. And if I don't know, to me, it's just a matter of it's a matter of time. It's a matter of time before all this comes full circle. Right. And I just. To me, it makes more sense. It makes more sense to me to have these Templars and all this conspiracy and everything like that over a bloodline rather than a cup.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Now, do I believe that the cup that Jesus drank out of is, is highly sought after and important? Yeah, absolutely. I think that'd be great. I mean, you could get some possible DNA out of that. Yeah. I mean, to find his blood apparently underneath the... Did you hear about that, by the way?
0: So they no, found his blood. He,
1: the Vatican had blood. Yeah, no, the, the scientists that found blood. Do you hear about that? Where it was over in, um, it was near the mount where, where they said where the Bible says he was crucified, but it was actually underneath, it was underneath the mountain. So they went to the site that they believe that Jesus was crucified on. Now, obviously, these crosses were and huge absolutely Mm. huge so the one in the center there was a a location that had on the basically a cliff side there was three specific points of where the indentations where these crosses were the front one in the middle where apparently jesus was the rock was split all the way down that was the only one that was split underneath they did i guess um they did some tunneling, some X rays, and some other stuff, um, some kind of scans. They found a void underneath, underneath right where that cross was, and
0: Good underneath
1: time. there there was a slab. There was a slab, and there was some there was something inside. They they I didn't hear whatever else was there, but they found a red substance lining the inside of that crack from the top down, and there was even blood on top of whatever this is or this red sticky substance on top of it they took it back did some research the human body i believe has what is it 23 chromosomes from the mom and 24 from the dad or something like that
2: Mm -hmm.
1: something along those lines there was in this blood there was only chromosomes from a female none from the male There was no XY chromosome. It was only the one. And on top of that, the blood was still alive. There was still red blood cells, white blood cells. It was still active.
0: I did hear about them finding blood that was supposed to be old and it was still viable. That's, that's the story. That's
1: what it is. They believe it was Jesus's because it, it would make sense for the immaculate conception because there was no father. No right. biological father. But yeah, they they really believe that they, they have Jesus' blood. And I what I find interesting about all of this, I was gonna say funny, but I find really interesting is about a month or so after this came out, I was trying to do more research on it. You can't find it. There's nothing further. Nobody's
0: came out with anything else since. Yeah. Well so, that doesn't surprise me, you know, it's like we were talking about it before. When you have an organization that has such a deep grip on power, you can bet your ass they're going to do whatever they can to keep it. Which by the way, folks, if Aaron and I disappear, check the, check check the Vatican first, please. Yeah, you know where you know what happened.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> check back. <Vatican> um,
1: <laughs> we'll be there chilling.
0: But you know, speaking of the Vatican, one of the things that I you know, learned uh, not too long ago, and it's I found this equally disturbing. Beneath the Vatican, they have a hallway with a series of rooms. And each room represents a uh, a worship room or a ritual room of major religions, including Satanism. Mm. Yeah. And there's even floor schematics that show, you know, the layout of this little hall with all the rooms. Now... You ask a Catholic priest, they'll tell you it's so that they can study these religions or they can learn how to identify things, which, you know, give the benefit of the doubt. Okay, I can give you that. But given how secretive the Vatican has been over the centuries, I have to wonder, is it really just that or is there something else going on?
1: There has to be something else going on. Right. There has to be. Um, I mean,
0: when, when, when the Vatican threw out the Knights uh, the nice Templars, one of the things that they threw them out, besides, this is not very well known, it wasn't so much just that they became powerful. It's because they began to pursue esoteric knowledge. They began to pursue things that were older than the Catholic faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were deemed heretical. You know, And one of the things that they believed in is Venus. Uh, the alignment of Venus, the, the, the path of Venus, you know, they got into archaeoastronomy. Um, they believed it had a power. And it's actually a pillar somewhere on the East Coast that would believe to have been made by the Freemasons because the two windows are lined up to where Venus would line up just right, and the path of the light would form an X, and that X would look directly on. Uh, what they refer to as the keystone, which is where the Mm -hmm. stone that goes above the arc that holds everything in place. But above this keystone is a stone that is mysteriously shaped like an egg. Oops.
1: And by the way, Pam,
0: just send Victor.
1: Send the Don. We'll be all right. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's funny about all the, the symbolism. Yeah. I believe that too, but I, it's just to me again too coincidental. you they're leaving too many what ifs. There's there, there's nothing to back anything up. But go ahead, fat. What I feel like, and what it comes down to, for me, is go off of what you feel is right. Open your eyes. Don't be afraid of the fucking truth. I think any more people are afraid of the absolute truth. They're afraid of of free thinking. They're afraid Mm -hmm. of thinking for themselves. A lot of people have turned into sheep. And I believe because look at any religion people will follow it verbatim without question
2: Mm -hmm.
1: well if that's the case then you're already contradicting yourself because we were given that choice we were given that choice to have free will free sin free everything so why would you follow blindly why would you want to because they don't want you to see what's actually going on There's just so many different conspiracies.
0: Okay, I'm starting to wonder if Wild Bill might be kind of uh, watching the podcast and Hellraiser. We have such sights
1: to show you. Sometimes pleasure and pain are the
0: same thing. (laughs) Well, if you're getting pleasure and pain, then you, you might want to get something looked at.
1: Pleasure and pain—that's what I was talking about. Sick bucks. I'm talking about tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, I just—again, it just to me, to me, the whole thing with the the Grail, chasing a fucking cup for thousands of years—bullshit. It makes more sense to to do a bloodline. I, I just, I don't know. There was another
0: conspiracy I wanted to talk to you about. I what fuck it was. <laughs> yeah, no, I, mean, I, don't, I, I don't mean anything by that, Wild Bill. I'm just saying, you know, um, that line about pleasure and pain made me remember Hellraiser. The original Hellraiser with Paul Bradley, thank you very much. Not that other weird shit. Not that they're bad, but nobody can do pinhead like oh. Paul Bradley. I
1: agree. Um, I don't know what it, what, it, what it was. the Mandela effect. Yeah. So
0: that, that's a fun one to talk about too.
1: So one thing that I just saw recently was something as simple as let's say curious George. Mm-hmm. Curious George back in the 90s had a tail. You look at it now, no tail. Mm-hmm. Pokemon. Certain Pokemon, for example. And by the way, if you don't know I like Pokemon, I'm staring at a Pikachu. I, it, well, not <laughs> A, I have like four of them around here. But
0: even like,
1: I don't know if you watched Pokemon, but when it first started in the 90s, but Onyx.
0: I never got into Pokemon. I, I just wasn't my thing. Okay. I got. I like Japanese animation, but that one I just couldn't get into. No
1: animation with tentacles. I
0: hope. Well, there's some of that, but I mean, you said, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, That's why you're my brother. But I'm, I'm but not that. talking,
0: you know, like Fifth of the North Star or Ninja Scrolls or Akira, you know. I had to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> somebody says about Japanese
1: anime, it's like town oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dates the tentacle. um how many um <laughs> just gonna throw squid at a japanese schoolgirl here no um don't do that <laughs> don't do that folks don't throw a squid at a japanese school girl it won't end well um uh, <laughs> well this went that way um yep.
0: but are you sure we're not on howard's show
1: We could be. We can make up for it. But uh, (laughs) this is a warm-up for next Wednesday. Um, (laughs) Because it's going to get bad. But, oh, wait. I I saw the, uh, uh, that's all you, brother. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Takes pain in the ass to a whole new level, doesn't it?
0: Man, I've seen some of the stuff that these catalogs sell, yeah. Chrissy. Uh, uh, we just like one of those things that kind of pop up.
1: Hello! I have a question. Well, you rubber fist. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: <laughs> Well, there's... Have a good night, folks. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. But, okay, so, there's a Pokemon out there that is called Onyx. So, I believe, as of now, it's spelled O-N-Y-X, right? Mm -hmm. In the original show, it was O-N-I-X. They changed the name. Nobody said anything. Nobody knew about it. Um, Some of the more prominent Mandela effects is the movie Shazam. That's become very popular about this. Have you? Do you remember that movie? I do. Then explain to me why Sinbad went on a show and said that movie never happened. That movie was never made. He doesn't remember it. He swears up and down. That movie never happened. He goes, I've never played that role. I've never been a genie. And I know he has so have I I remember that movie very very well it was one of my favorites so the theory out there right now is at the end of the Mayan calendar the world did end it did we are living in another reality we basically time skip to another timeline and it happened so fast or Kazan that's right um Thanks, Sean. I forgot. It was Kazam, <laughs> not Shazam. That was another movie. That was a little weird. Um, but yeah, Kazam. He, he actually swore up and down that. It never happened. But we basically shifted to another timeline. And it happened so quickly, nobody no, nobody noticed it. Mm-hmm. So apparently Sinbad, the, and this it, it makes sense too, after that movie and after a couple other of his movies, he fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, And I did some research and I looked into it. It was right around the time when this Mayan calendar was supposed to be non-existent, which would also explain why some of these celebrities just fall off. Because they don't exist in this timeline. They never happen. That's why they died, because they don't exist. Their bodies are still here, but their time is done. They, They weren't even supposed to be here.
0: So, you know, and I've heard of something similar. To that. I mean, first off, the Mandela effect, its namesake. I remember reading about Nelson Mandela dying in prison. Yep, so do I. And yet, here he is alive. Exactly.
1: I remember uh-huh. them even teaching about it.
2: Mm hmm.
0: And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people pass it off as, oh, you must have seen something that was similar or, you know, something else happened at that time and you just made the connection and it was wrong. Maybe as an individual, but how do you explain millions of people having that shared memory?
1: There, There's, and it's it's a lot more, I mean, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot to it. it and it would explain a lot of conspiracies too but mm-hmm. you're talking a mass mass amnesia effect what's more likely and as extreme as it sounds are we yeah he was on time magazine at the time he he died yeah mm-hmm. but you're talking the difference between are we talking are we looking at a mandela effect where we basically skip to another timeline another reality whatever you want to call it all at once at the same time or are you talking hugely mass amnesia a huge case of amnesia that affected millions and millions of people Mm -hmm. and some of us did not it didn't affect us which is the likely of the two? I mean, you're talking two huge extremes, but that's what it comes down to. Right. Why do, why do some of us remember some of this stuff? Like, even let's look at the weather. This was something else that was brought up to my attention. Back in the mid-90s, here in Pennsylvania, we would get six, seven feet of snow. We would. And now all of a sudden, we, and I distinctly remember this. But then all of a sudden, it just the next year, it just stops. We only get maybe a foot. You know, you're talking climate changes. You're talking ways of life. You're talking about things doing yeah. things. You know, you're 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 talking a huge amount of things on our remembered timeline that
0: are now different.
1: So there's no reference yeah. of. Yeah, well, I mean,
0: one world. It's just one of those things where, whether you believe in the math amnesia or uh, reality skipping, again, this is why we do what we do. We're looking for those answers, and... You know, whether you're doing this in the the, uh, the supernatural with the spirit, if you're into doing this with the cryptids, if you're into doing this with the UFO, matrix, whatever. The one thing that we can always count on, no matter what, is those that be in the position of the power will not make it easy for the rest of us to find the truth. Well,
1: here... Here's the thing, and I fully believe this wholeheartedly. It's only a matter of time. It's it's only a matter because you and I are not the only ones asking these questions. You and I are not the only ones who are observing this. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill and Sean and anybody else watching this, we're not the only ones who know what's going on. It's only a matter of time before they come out and they say, okay, guys, here's the actual truth. Mm-hmm. And whether they're trying to, you know, stop mass hysteria or whatever they're trying to do, you're din- you're delaying the inevitable. It's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, you- we talk about the sitting of the veil and the paranormal. Right now, and as of recent, there has been more sightings of the paranormal than ever before. Mm-hmm. And again... Trace back. Right around at the end of the Mayan calendar. Right around that time. There's been a rise. Of paranormal evidence. And accounts. And the UFOs. And everything else. All the cryptids. (coughs) There's been a whole mess of them. And whether it's the technology we have. Is better. Maybe. But you're seeing more. Beautiful pictures of apparitions. We're catching clear EVPs. We're having more experiences. So somebody, I forget who it was, said the, the thinning of the veil never happened. The veil wasn't thinned. It was fucking shattered. Our realms are starting to intertwine. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, Sean. So whether it's the government, whether it's we're in a whole new realm, whether it's Mandela effect, whether it's the Matrix theory, whether it's there is something going on. And I think it's only a matter of time before we start getting some bigger answers. I mean, they already said, hey, I mean, only in America, of course, they say, Hey, we 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 admit we have aliens. Aliens are legit. Yep. We are not alone in this universe, and everybody just went cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the government comes out and blatantly says, "Yeah, there's been UFOs. We've seen them. Roswell was real. We have little green men. You know, we we got them." And then the American public just went
0: awesome. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> I will say this, though. Sure. One of the issues, why, I think one of the reasons why the American public has been kind of amb- ambivalent about it is simply because the government flip-flops so much that I don't think most people really believe that the government admit, is admitting the truth.
1: Hell no, hell no.
0: You know. I'll mean, well, I mean, i, I I'll admit, when I first saw that uh, uh, article about the uh, congressional hearing, the first one that they had in 50 years to discuss the reality of UFOs, you know, my brain was split in half about that. One side was like, oh, right, fucking, it's about fucking time. Mm-hmm. And the other half was like, you know, they, they, they've always been so full of shit. How can we trust what they're saying now? You know,
1: its it's terrible whenever a social media site or app, has more truth on it than the news. Yeah, you know it's uh, that's that's just funny to me. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if the whistleblowers, let's just go with the whistleblowers. They actually came out and said, "Yeah, we saw, them. we saw UFO, blah blah blah." blah. Mm-hmm. We only heard about it because we were allowed to hear about it. Think about that. So. They wanted so to me, I don't think it's a matter of it's the whistleblowers coming to the public about it. I the government's finally saying, okay, we'll give them something. But here again, like you and I have discussed before, it's one of those, here's this, I'm gonna go do this,
2: mm-hmm.
0: look shiny, yeah, you know. Well, and funny you say that, uh, because I know that there is a project and what this project is exactly is kind of murky uh project blue light or some people call it project blue beam hmm. uh, the prevailing conspiracy on that is the government had developed this laser technology that allowed them to project realistic holograms anywhere whether they put a hologram around an airplane or they just project it up against uh in an open area whatever it may be but the idea is one of the reasons why the government finally decided to admit that there's the alien is that there is a plan to project holograms of UFOs in the air, make the Earth think that they were under attack. They, they'll have timed explosion, and then they're going to project a single person who was able to destroy the UFOs and come down out of the cloud in a savior-like persona. Chuck Norris. Yeah, for fuck. It better be Chuck Norris because nobody can beat that guy. <laughs> right. Least, how fuck, nobody how alive funny would be? Bank. Nobody alive can fuck with that guy.
1: How funny would that be? You see a bunch of alien yeah. attacks and all of a sudden a giant ass Chuck Norris coming down out of the sky. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, you know, that. Well, that, we knew that was coming. <laughs> you know, that was one of the uh, conspiracies I heard uh, a few months ago, right after the government did the uh, congressional hearing about uh, UFOs and such.
1: You know I right Google says Elvis is on the mothership now. <laughs> <I believe that. laughs> but there there's just so many things that I think and I've said this before. I'm I'm honestly Tired of what the church is doing, what the government right. is doing. Just come out and say it. We're not stupid. Just come out, tell us what you have. And I'm not just talking about aliens. I'm talking about everything. Yeah, we're adults. So we can handle it. Like most of us. But it's. I think they're afraid that it's going to cause mass hysteria. But I think after the whistleblower poll incident, when America just went. Cool. You know, it's yeah. it's just one of those things. I just, it's just one of those. We're never gonna know the truth until we actually get there, and, or until people actually come out and say, you know, all right, here here's the proof you guys been wanting. Um, and as far as the paranormal is concerned, you said it. Unless we, unless we die. We ain't going to know. and I don't mm. think we ever will. Well, at least not the way the field has been going. I, I feel like we're going in the right direction, but we're not even close
0: to being there Right. Well, I also believe that our physical body is always going to be the biggest limitation to how far we can go with paranormal research. Yeah. Because there are things out there that our body just cannot fathom or grasp. I've heard it say that you know what lies beyond will break your mind.
1: Well, I mean, going back to near-death experiences, AJ, mm-hmm. AJ says that when he, when he, when he was dead, he was sucked up in this tunnel and he saw a flash of history, not just his own, from the start of time. Mm-hmm. And he says the way to explain it. It's like, you know, you put a CD in and we listen to one, one song at a time. Mm -hmm. The way it was for him, he explained was putting on a CD and hearing the whole CD, all the songs at one time and understanding it at exactly the same time. Mm -hmm. If you think about that, that makes my head hurt. All knowledge, all everything thrown at you at one time and understanding it, that's a lot of information. For sure. I mean, our brains are only at 10%. And why? Why is our brain only at 10%? Is it a government thing? Is it a lifestyle thing? Is it the... Chemical
0: balance in us is it? Yeah, I, I've there's a new study coming out now saying that we actually use more than ten percent of our brain. Is that we can only understand which ten percent of the brain is responsible for certain things, uh, <laughs> specifically with intelligence. But you know, again, it goes back to what we're allowed to know. Mm-hmm. Uh You know, kind of like the whole psychic phenomenon. I am a firm believer that. In our ancient past, we as a species had a much stronger connection with the paranormal, uh, spe- more specifically through psychic phenomenon. But over the years, academia or academia and religion taught us that it didn't it isn't real. So we basically tricked ourselves into thinking that it's not real and therefore we don't see it very much anymore. But now people are starting to become open to the possibility of what beyond our physical limitation and that's why you're starting to see a lot of these psychic popping up empath telekinetic uh clairvoyant clairaudience all of that they're becoming more prominent
1: so you're saying in ancient times we were up here and then church and organized religion and government made us down here and now we're starting Mm -hmm. to come back up yep now here's what scares the hell out of me, if that is the case. Let's look at this next generation coming in. I can barely tolerate the (laughs) I got now. It's like falling down a cliff, hitting a ledge, us, and continue falling. (laughs) It's like, no. Mm -hmm. And Bill, you can speak for yourself on that one. (laughs) You've seen my show. You put a point in there somewhere. I'll let you figure out which point you want to put it there. There needs to be a dot. But I don't know. There's just again, it all comes down to everybody. It all comes down to how do you want to interpret this? How do you want to look at it? Right. And to me, I go off of what's right in front of me. I go off of what makes the most sense and. Let's be honest, we're investigators. We are paranormal investigators, whether we are actively investigating or not. We are all investigators searching for the truth. So stop being fucking afraid of it. No matter what it is, whether it's about the government, whether it's about a theory, whether it's about this, whether it's about that, or even the truth about yourself or others. People are so afraid of the fucking truth, then why are you after it? That's what I don't get. That's the biggest conspiracy right there. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Motherfuckers wanting the truth, but yet you're so fucking afraid of it.
0: Yeah. You know, I've... uh, I really believe that the truth only destroys ego. Yeah. And it validates genuine character. Um, You know... uh you look at the field we're in how many times have we met people who just will not accept certain things no matter how much empirical data you give them because it threatened their subjective sense of what they've built whether it be their youtube channel or their their instagram following they they, they don't want to lose those numbers so they they fight you know i mean you and i we both have these situations where we come across uh you know something in our evidence and we're like Oh, we got this. And then we look further and we're like, oh, wait a minute. It's not that. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Or even that. or
1: even genuine conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing that I like about what Bill, Bill always says is if he says something wrong, approach him. Show him and you've said it too. Show him the evidence and he will he will apologize and he will correct himself. You know, I'm the same way. You know, we're mm-hmm. after the truth here. But there's people out there who don't accept the truth and don't want to hear the truth. You don't want to hear the truth, whether it's good or bad. The truth right. isn't always a positive. If if Aaron comes on, says something that I don't personally like, or he says something, I don't know, let's just say he comes out, and this is obviously an extreme, that amp <laughs> energy you know, gives you cancer. It's guaranteed to give you cancer. If you drink more than one can, you will you will die of cancer. Bullshit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this is number nine for the day, so good luck. Um, but I will show him that evidence. Be like, here's my blood. Here's a blood sample. It looks like yeah, they really do. So <laughs> but I would expect him to understand the truth and accept it, good or bad. Right. You know, and it it's hilarious to me you have these investigators, you have these people that are and it, it, it's funny as hell because every day I find out new people are coming into our field, old people who fell off the face of the earth are coming back into the field, but they still will not accept the truth. Yeah. It's like truth no scary. Truth, happy truth, no. good good or bad <laughs> it will help build you up it'll help build it better it will help everybody around and whether it's the government or whether it's in our communities we need to start looking at the truth ask the questions ask the right ones stand up for it don't be afraid
0: You know, I'm just reading the
1: comments. Sorry.
0: <laughs> you know, and, and I like what Bill says here. You know, uh, I'm not trying to get you to think the way I do, but if I say something, hopefully it'll inspire you to go find the answer. And that—that's what I've always tried to tell people, especially those that you know can't seem to let go of shit in the field. If you don't agree with somebody, get off your ass, go out there, and either prove it or disprove it. Either way. Do something instead of just sitting there running your mouth.
1: Or there's a third option.
0: Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, <that too. laughs> so
1: you you can be constructive. Yeah. Everything has to be constructive. If if I say Aaron, you're a fucking idiot here. It's constructive, believe it or not, because he knows me. If I say, "Hey, you caught you know, yeah, this is a great picture," but. This yep. is why, here, this is an orb, this is this, this, is that, here's why, blah, blah, blah. And we work it out and talk it out. If I have a problem with Aaron, I will go to him and we'll talk it out. We'll talk it out. And
0: we've had a few of those.
1: Yeah.
0: And you still my brother? Still up? Yep. Nope. Oh, mister. We're, we're, yeah, we're still kicking the hornet's neck, so. Mm. Look at Although this I, do, I do think we're kind of in competition because it's like, I'm trying to kick it on your end and you're trying to kick it on my end. <laughs> you picked up on that too, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's all about brotherly love. Like, right. it's, I I know he's Aaron's not out to destroy me. Which, by the way, uh, somebody said that on a Tuesday, the following Tuesday they were going to end my paranormal career. I'm still fucking waiting, asshole, So keep keep trying. <laughs> Take your sweet ass time. But uh, but no, it's. And if you guys are wondering what the hell I'm doing, um, have you ever had those little pieces of skin or hair, like the little micro-cuts? Mm-hmm. They, they kind of itch? Yep. Well, I was cleaning a, a basket yesterday, and now I have a whole bunch of those little bastards all over me. All well, my hands pissing me off. It's almost like fiberglass. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, um... But no, it... it you can be constructive you can have fun you can still i mean shoot the shit i flip off raymond every time i see you You still my brother but be constructive oh it's more than and, and i agree i agree with both of you guys but it's more than that yeah it's a lot more than that ego drama absolutely But believe it or not, the truth, the truth is hurting the paranormal field. And that's what we're after. Because people don't know how to accept it or give it. You don't know how to give the truth. You be constructive about it, not destructive. And if somebody is offering you truth, take it constructively. Mm -hmm. Don't take it destructively. And that's, that's the biggest problem.
0: Well. Sorry, I had to do that. That was on my
1: soapbox. I've been waiting for that one.
0: It's all good. It's all good. Well, we, we, are, we are coming up to an hour and 45 minutes. How are we fucking really? Holy shit. I didn't even see. <laughs> yeah.
1: I forgot I had a timer up there. Holy fuck.
0: Wicked Queen is going to be
1: pissed. <laughs> like, yeah, it'll probably only be about an hour.
0: So I think we'll go ahead and end it here at that. And uh, you know, as always, um, show some support. Go down to the uh, description below and look at the link. I have link for both uh, Matt Paranormal Consultants as well as his merch. I also oh, have you. link for you're welcome, and I have link for Parapost Network. So if you want to check out more podcasts or if you have a podcast and you want to get yours on the Parapulse Network, you can find the link in the description below and get started up with that, as well as, you know, links in merch for Spectre Radio. Um, And also, as I mentioned in the beginning, don't forget Global Ghost Hunt is coming up in just a few short months. It's uh, April 25th to May 5th. So... Go to www.globalghosthunt.com. Check it out. Sign up. If you're a team, register. If you are a location, register. Either way, uh, they got some support stuff that will help you out there. Uh, anything and, else you want to say real quick?
1: Yeah, we, cannot, we can't forget Parapost and Global Ghost Hunt both have merch as well, too, if you're interested. Um, yep. Parapostmerch.com and globalghosthuntmerch.com. Um I just created that for Brian, <laughs> the pair post merge. <laughs> he had no fucking clue. It was great. Uh, but all proceeds, I just want to say, do go back into the field. They don't go into anybody's pockets, especially mine. Uh, mine are actually going to be going to a charity. Um, I haven't decided which one exactly. Excuse me, but I will say it is going to be for suicide uh, prevention and awareness. Um, I'm going to mm-hmm. find one specifically for that. Um, so, from now, for the next couple months, if you go to paraconsultantstore.com and get merch, all proceeds will be going to be donated to that charity. I haven't figured out which one I want to send it to yet, but they will be going to suicide awareness and prevention.
0: All right. Well, it's been a great show, and I'm sure we'll do this again because.
1: Oh, I'm sure there's going to be another fucking conversation. Oh, yeah. I mean, or we're yeah. just going to be
0: like, oh, yeah, this is content. Yeah, we, we can't just keep doing this without pissing somebody off, but well, that's I half am, the fun. Yeah, you, know, you know, and before you ask me, I am going to be downloading
1: Demonologist soon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I might have to uninstall and reinstall mine because there's been a couple of issues that, that's been popping up with Demonologist, but uh we'll mm. see how it works out. It's still a f- freaky fucking game. <laughs> we need to get back to gaming. Oh yeah. Yeah. Skidmark championships. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for the show tonight. And, uh, you know, I always say be smart, be safe, be kind to one another because you never know your one act of kindness might change somebody's life. And as always, stay spooky. Spooky. <laughs>